Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host. Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is the uh, the magnificent. Keep keep going. The hairy, huh? <laughs> the stanky. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like I went too grand on the first adjective well, that I had to like. I was balance it out there. Really picking it up when you were saying magnificent. I was like, go yeah, on. I went. I went really. I went too hard. That's why I balanced it with those other two negative things no i don't i don't think you went hard enough i <laughs> magnificent am i yeah well am i hairy well yeah. stinky some days <laughs> when it's over 100 yes yeah every day then <laughs> inevitably folks i am his other host or co-host however you want to call it the host with the most the toast of the coast i am jj purdom yes you are I mean, there is no other maze. I've <laughs> trust me. I googled it. No other JJs. I've googled it. There are no other maze. Have you ever just googled yourself? Yeah, I had used to have to do it in high school a lot until I got married. Why is that? <laughs> just think about it. Okay. <laughs> um, it was a euphemism. I was trying. To, it was a double entendre. I was trying to pretend like when I say Google myself. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Okay, I got that. All right, sometimes you got to lay a joke out nope. and just kind of let it breathe. You know what I mean? I got it. Okay. Especially once I realized Google wasn't a thing when you were alive, so mm. when you were born. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's not talking about the Googles. <laughs> we, used to, we used to be able to search things out on the World Wide Web. We, they just didn't have Google. But we, right, they, right, right. But if you wanted ask, to know ask anything. Ask Jeeves. Yeah, no, no, they didn't have that either. It was always <laughs> go on the World Wide Web. And search the information superhighway. That's legitimate. That's <laughs> so that, crazy. Yeah, no, that's how they do it. You'd have like little computer class. And I remember like that was the perfect class for us to go outside uh, roll doobies. Um, <laughs> do you even know what a doobie is? I know what a doobie is, yeah. Okay. What's a doobie, Garrett? Uh, a roach. <laughs> Here you are talking pest control. You say you don't like it, this stuff. <laughs> um. No, uh, Googling yourself is always scary. You're never, I, you just never know what's going to show up. And, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did it. I, I don't know. The last time I did it was I don't know, about a year or so ago. Not you just scroll through stuff. You're like, Oh man, like that's still on the internet. <laughs> 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 like there's, it's a, it's amazing. Like the pictures that show up and like 
the post from like old like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or or MySpace. Or uh, I never had a MySpace. <laughs> I was around. You're so all, young. No, all my all my cousins did. I was not allowed to have one. Oh, okay. My parents thought it was the devil. Um, they were right. It was the devil. <laughs> So it didn't mean I didn't have a secret one. <gasps> For but, shame, Garen. But obviously I could never check it because <laughs> I was at home and I couldn't do it. I'm kind of sad to say I had, a, I had a MySpace. And I remember at the time, this is pre-Facebook, it was a big deal to have a MySpace. Oh, yeah. And you would pick your top eight friends. Yeah, your and friends. And so you would, like, dude, it yeah, was- your playlist all set up right for your page. It's it all, was- all about the background, like it, cool The background, background was and- cool. You had to set up, like, your own background. <laughs> I remember at the time when I made mine, I tried to make mine, like, space-oriented. So it was a lot of, like, Jupiter and, like, stars and stuff like that. And eventually, like most people's MySpaces- you forget your uh, password to get in, and then you cannot get back into this thing. It, I'm totally disconnected from it. I have gone on to MySpace uh, probably a year ago or something. Yeah, saw I saw that I still have a MySpace. I just typed I it in now. I can't get in there. I can't believe it's uh, it's an actual thing still. I didn't realize it was still around. I'm gonna sign up. Oh yeah. Well, now it's Look, more it says, music. It's, it says oriented. join MySpace. Getting in is easy. Log in with your Facebook or Twitter. It's like, what's the point of MySpace when I have to sign up with my? Uh, okay. Well, that, never mind. I'm not going to sign up for that. <laughs> um, yeah. See, now you don't have to hide it, though. If you had yourself a MySpace, there's no reason you're a grown man. I'm a grown man. And even though MySpace still is the devil, your mom and dad know best. <laughs> uh, you could. Did have you have? One. Did you have AOL Instant Messenger back in the day? I had friends that had AOL Instant Messenger, but here's the problem. They would say, hey, man, we can instant message on that. And I'm like, okay, whatever that is. And they would like type out little messages. They would always go really fast and be typing out a whole lot of stuff. I type with one finger. Okay, okay. (laughs) At one time. So I can only do so many tap, 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 taps. Right, right. And they're like (laughs) having huge conversations. And I'm like, Hold on, v, the the. Yeah, some, AOL was was always the best. I uh, that we used a lot. My parents were okay with that. I had AOL, which is it seems even worse. Like a MySpace, you could only really, I mean, you could see other people's pages, but if you set it to private, you could only really see your friends' pages, and they could only see yours. With AOL, they had like the chat rooms where you could just jump into a chat room with. Oh, who knows who else and talk about what, a, like who knows what you're talking about or what like you're going to see in there. And it's just like, they were okay with that. The super gamer boys talking about the beginning of the internet. We, yeah. yeah. I remember like having chat rooms. I always been into pro wrestling, always been a big fan. And then of course I, I did a lot of stuff in the pro wrestling business. I remember going on to pro wrestling forums and talking with others. Oh, and that. What's that? Are you, are you come back? Hey. Oh, that's that would happen when you'd leave AOL. That's right. I remember that. It's all the sound effects from AOL. That's pretty cheesy. I could watch this video all day. It literally just cycles through all the sound effects from AOL. Yeah, but that's what that's what you would do is if you were interested in a topic. For me, it was wrestling. I would go on and talk wrestling with other people because rooms. nobody else I knew liked wrestling. 
So I can go on there in a chat room and be like, oh my gosh, did you guys truly watch Monday Night Raw? That was insane. You know, and, and this was- What? You're such a nerd. Oh, yeah. I was painting my figurines from my World of Warhammer and my nah, my craft of Final Fantasy. <laughs> or whatever you, you know. Uh, that's I'm art. not a nerd. That's art, JJ. Oh, come on. I'm an artist. Folks, in case you're wondering, you're listening to the Super Gamer Boys. We're all about video games and professional wrestling. Mostly this video game right here. Apparently... No. Occasionally, Metal Gear Solid. Talk. I uh, I I just made a new addition to the collection uh, a couple weeks ago. I had gotten uh, Metal Gear Solid One, the first one, off of eBay for really cheap, and uh, I found it <laughs> Metal Gear Solid Two for PS2 in actually really good condition. The case is like you can tell it's like old, but it's not like ripped up or anything. All the booklets are still in good condition. They're stuck together. Guess, All of the pages are stuck together. Reminiscent of high school. No, not so much. Yeah. Uh, guess how much this cost me. Mm, I've, I mean, this could be money right here, buddy. You're, it's, <laughs> this is a relic of the past. Metal Gear Solid on PlayStation 2. I would have very easily spent $20, $30 maybe. That's how much they normally go for. Oh, shut up. No, they're no. not. Yeah, no, that's totally that's, how much they go that's, for. 20, that's 30 bucks. A dollar at a yard sale. Not true. That's it's, how much they normally go for, but I only paid $5. That's five different yard sales. <laughs> you could have gotten one. That is not true. I'm pretty sure. People charge a lot for Metal Gear games. I don't why? know why. I don't know why. why. Uh, uh, yeah, like met the first one. Uh, they were going for, at least when I was looking on eBay, like quite a few listings are like uh, 40, 50 bucks for some of them. It's crazy. Obviously, like some of them are like, if you find it still like in the wrapper and stuff, those ones go for like hundreds of dollars. It's also a big deal when you have the booklet. I know that, yeah. that that's a big, a oh, big yeah. selling point. And right? all the booklets are in good condition. Like we've never, like I flipped through those. I'm like, oh, this looks about like what our booklet looked like. It didn't look like a, a dog got a hold of it or something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, lo- I'm looking at it right now here in the studio. This, this case actually does look really cool. And I'll tell you what, PlayStation 2 was awesome. They had so many great they had games. So many good games. I, and I think you could probably get, a PlayStation 2 for pretty cheap now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm really, now that I'm starting this collection of the older Metal Gear games, um, I really want to pick up a PS2 because you can get them fairly cheap. Like I'm looking at GameStop right here. You can get one for, uh, uh, depending on what model you get. Um, uh, here's a refurbished one for 100 but it comes, it's 20% off apparently or something so i don't know why it doesn't does, doesn't just add the discount so <laughs> so for 80 80 bucks you can get it I'm you see like, how quickly he did math right there folks that's because garrett Morlang lang is a math genius he's a whiz I, well, that's what they call me garrett <laughs> the, the math whiz that's um, not what they call you <laughs> i'd really rather but no, i can't like say I, because our show is pg 13 <laughs> i can't really say what they actually call you <laughs> you just you'd bleep it out anyway yeah yeah, yeah. I hear you definitely will. You know what you wouldn't have to refurbish? You know what you wouldn't have to pay 50 bucks or 100 bucks for an arm and a leg unless you really wanted to? Supporting us on Patreon. Yeah, this podcast never gets old. Never no. wears out. Never has to be refurbished. No, it's constantly recycling <laughs> old jokes and great material. And if it ever does, just kill me. Like you have full permission if this episode, if this, if this show ever gets old and needs to be like, you know, renewed for a new like season with new hosts, just, just kill me. I've been, I've been wanting to double tap you for so long, dude. You have no clue. 
Uh, that makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you so much to our Patreon. Uh, what's this say here? I can't read supporters, this page. Our Patreon supporters. Yeah, those guys. Uh, over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys, they supported us uh, for... Uh, different amounts of money every month. And that's, all that's how sh- it works. They are all right now sitting there shaking their head, shaking They're their like, head. It's, uh, so, so it begins, the, the downfall of Super is, Gamer Boy. This is when it really went <laughs> down to. This is R.I.P. Garrett. Uh, no, but shout out, shout out to all of our supporters. You guys are all awesome. You can see their names in the show notes. I know I don't announce that often. I don't say that often, but if you guys read the dang descriptions I write every week, you would know. Um, <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, so you can go over there, support us monthly. It helps keep the mics on, keep the lights on, uh, and keeps the content just rolling out of that oven hot, like uh, like one of those Domino's pizza ovens. Mm-hmm. I've been uh, I do pest control services at a lot of the Domino's in the area now, because um, they're all careful, careful, careful. <laughs> they're all owned by the same dude, and so we got a sweet, sweet account with them, and that's uh, I love going there and just watching the pizza oven. It's pretty slick that thing. It's just they stick in one end. It's like a giant uh, conveyor belt. This goes through, and by the time it comes out the other side, it's done. See, so it's I, like a couple minutes, and you know, it's done. You know why they don't, don't give they do me it. that account? Because I would stand there while the pizza's going in one and just stare at it, like just wide-eyed staring <laughs> at it. And then, like literally, I would let tears roll down my cheeks as like young employees walk by, and I'd be like, "Man, how do you guys do this all day long?" I would. That's eat like every a pizza. thing of beauty. This is just gorgeous. Oh my God! I would never go home. You know, I just make them feel all weird. I, I have been so tempted to, uh, like, one hundred percent turn to one of them and be like, "Can I take one of these home? Like, can I have a free one? Like, what if I accidentally knock one on the floor? Can I take that home with me? Like, oh man, it's so hard to go in there and not buy pizza. I love pizza so much. Sometimes I do things just to entertain myself. You know, like have a podcast and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I did. I did one of your domino uh, locations, one of your dominoes locations. I won't tell you which one. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised you've never came to me and said anything, but I actually went in there and it was just two kids that were in there working. Yeah, they're and, all they're all staffed by yeah, it's all kids, just young, like young ten year olds. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> eleven, twelve, whatever. You can't, you can never ask them their age. That's no, true. no. <laughs> uh, but it was just a couple of young people that were in there, and when I came in, uh, they said, "Hey, you're here for pest control," and I pretended to be Russian, and I just, <laughs> I did that the whole time. I just never let loose, and it was so funny to like watch their reactions. I didn't go way over the top. I just kept it real low key. I really didn't tell you about that. No, I never did. Oh, That's great. Yeah. Well, I just was making myself laugh. Yeah. Uh, I just walked in and they were like, here, you do pest control. Listen, this is what I have the can for me, huh? And they were like, okay. <laughs> Don't leak baseboard is not good. <laughs> and they were just laughing to themselves and I'm going around spraying and, you know, doing little things like this. Yeah, oh, it was great. That's I'm, awesome. I'm really surprised you never heard about <laughs> you it. You never told me Oh, that. yeah. Uh, but you, if you want to support our... Uh, um, our our podcasting habits, or if you want Domino's our, pizza, or if, or if you want if you want us to buy some more Domino's pizza, uh, which we've never done. I don't know why. Whenever we record, why don't we have a pizza in here? Like we should should be a thing. Everything is made um, pizza. You can go support us over at Patreon. It helps us out so much. Uh, shout out to our Patreon producer Matt Lou. He's killing it each and every month. Without him, uh, him and our as well as our Patreon sponsor Bill Bird, uh, we would be nothing. 
They are our Patreon overlords. <laughs> they constantly tell us what to say and what to think. Yeah. And how to dress. This is all completely scripted. It's very similar to the, the plot of Metal Gear Solid 2. Extremely scripted. Everybody can see everything coming from a mile away. If you play the game, Stale, you'd understand when I'm... stagnant. I'm not, not very... I don't want to spoil the game for you. That's the only teaser you're getting. I don't want you to spoil the game for me either. Yeah. Are we going to play this sometime? As soon as I get a PS2, we're definitely going to figure out a Let's Play where we play through the entire... Or maybe we'll just stream for like five hours straight until you beat the game. I can never beat a game in five hours. <laughs> I don't care. I'll, I'll help a little okay, bit. I'll, I'll say, help a little. I don't care how small the game is. You know, speaking of that, you know we were just recently put up our first large YouTube sensation that's rocking the nation. Yeah. Where you and I played on the Switch. Super Mario Make, Maker 2, or Mario Maker yeah. 2, the, uh, what was it? One One with a Twist. We put that up on our YouTube the channel. level. That's what they say. They being like everyone yeah. says that. It was and, really hard. Yeah. So if you want to watch us uh, lose our minds, uh, go over to Super Gamer Boys Talk. Super Gamer Boys, I can't talk. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm getting all dried up over here. Supergamerboys.com slash YouTube. He just had a little bit of a seizure. So if you guys can, if you haven't already, it would really help if you go and watch that video on YouTube. Like it. Please like it. Subscribe it. subscribe and hit that bell to get those notifications. Ding, ding. It would really help us out. I mean, we're, we're looking to uh, to take over the world and we're doing it a little bit at a time first podcast next youtube after that maybe we'll just go to tv we'll do a tv show and then we're going to run in uh, 2024 president president and vice president moreland i was going to say the other way i was going to say the other way i'm i'm the elder statesman you're not old enough to be president i have the looks you are a good looking kid yeah but you're not old enough to be president 35 Boom. I mean, I was give, right again. Give, give me 10 years. I mean, give me 10 years. <laughs> I, we're not, we're not ready to wait. We, well, we're no, going to hit on it while it's hot. First we have to take over YouTube and then we have to do Twitch and then we have to do t- our TV show. It's going to be at least 10 years before we're under for president. We already put one video out on YouTube. We are almost there. Okay. Sounds good. Well, uh, what do you say? Oh, he's cracking open a Coors Light. Nice. I got to get my goof juice going. Right on. <laughs> You're growing up. That's what I call my, my, my LaCroix that I'm drinking. Yeah, it's LaCroix. It's just LaCroix. But I like how you try to play it up like, I'm having a cold one. I'm not going to lie. That sounded really good in my headphones. That, like, sounded... that was some serious ASMR right there. Like, I got really turned on. Oh, I'm not going to no. lie. <laughs> no. No, I'm, I'm going to edit that out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to edit that part out. <laughs> uh, I hope my parents don't listen to this. Uh, they, they don't. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you say we get into the nerdy nudes? It's time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> my son told me recently, literally today, hey, dad, that's creepy when you say nudes. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That I have to, son. It's part of my show. Yeah, that's what we get paid to do. Yes. We get paid? Uh, yeah, by Patreon supporters. Okay. How do you, uh, else do you think I support my Metal Gear Solid addiction? Uh, is that 
what's happening. I'm noticing like these these games are rolling in. I'm like, wait, I, every wait every wait. week every week he comes in. I have a new one on the desk here. He's like, what's today? He came in. He's like, what's up with that? What's up with all the Metal Gear stuff? I'm like, eh, just another. I, I ran edition. out of gas here, and I told you like that I ran out of gas on the way to the studio, and you said you better get to hiking. I mean, dude, I'm kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, it's serious business here. Showbiz, man. Okay, this first news story. Uh, so it was like right after we recorded. I mean, it happened the day of recording, but it was one of those things where it was, it was just so last minute, you know, us recording. We didn't have time to put it in the show. And uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of big news. So a lot of this stuff happened like Monday, the day of recording. Like it could have been last week's episode, but we did not have the time. So this is going to be a packed uh, episode, which is not good because we're 20 minutes in and we're just starting. Okay, so we're going to probably shorten up some of this stuff, and we're not going to allow Garrett to just talk endlessly. Even though I just got my goof juice, uh, I'm going to have to rein it in. (laughs) Uh, First news here, PlayStation has bought Sony... That that's not what it says, man. I can't talk. PlayStation bought Sony. I need. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I need some more of this. Uh, hang on. Wait a second. Sony ah, owns PlayStation. Okay. Garrett, I think you've got your news confused. Okay, PlayStation has bought Spider-Man developer Insomniac Games. That's what I meant to say. So it was huge news last night. PlayStation put out a tweet. Big news. Insomniac Games is joining PlayStation's worldwide studios. We are honored and thrilled to join forces with this legendary developer. Please join us in congratulating our friends and partners at Insomniac. Um, so this uh, is one of those things that everyone, no one was really like necessarily surprised because I th- I actually heard somewhere else, uh, I'd read some articles like, oh, this is actually something Sony has tried to do many times and they've just never struck the right deal. Um, But uh, it finally happened. It's official now. It's finally went through. So everyone is obviously stoked out of their minds. Uh, Insomniac, uh, you may know them for the Ratchet and Clank games, the Resistance games, Spyro back in the day. Uh, and let's see, what's the most recent games they've done? Nothing really. Stormland, Seedling. I mean, Spider-Man. That's a right, big that's game. That's the big one. That's a big game. But, <laughs> but honestly, every one of the games that you're saying right now are all winners, Garrett. Ratchet no, and Clank. They make Spyro and what's and, and Spider-Man. I mean, come yeah. on. And Spider-Man was amazing. What's interesting is like, uh, I just thought it was interesting. Like, yeah, Sony bought them, but looking at their history here, they've pretty much always been PlayStation exclusive anyways. Like, basically from 1996 to 2012, they were only on PlayStation. In 2012, it was an iOS game that came out for iPhones. Um, and then the next year, 2013, they had an Xbox 360 game. But uh, for, what's that? It's almost uh, 12, 13... 14 years or something more than that uh they were uh they, they were exclusive to sony anyway so it's like oh this is inevitable they've always been sony uh very close to sony like why not just join you know join them and get all that sweet sweet cash back and i'm up to make huge games like spider-man like sony backed them on spider-man and look at the huge success that was like they sold that game sold like gangbusters um, I'd like to see them working on a sequel. And I think that given oh, how many... Did uh, you beat Spider-Man? I haven't yet. Okay. Then you need to beat it. Okay. Well, since you said... Because 
with no without like spoiling how it ends uh i guess i will say like yeah they do definitely set it up like obviously they want to make money so they do set it up to make a a sequel okay like the way it ends. i don't have any reason to play now good I, job i Garrett. didn't tell you how nope, they pretty do much it. killed it good job that that could no literally mean anything yeah it could it very well could be anything you're like they're leaving it open wink wink yeah uh man in the united states spider-man sold 3.3 million units that's just the u.s that's insane uh yeah that's pretty impressive that's a lot of video games and if you consider that that Pretty much one million of those people had to loan it to goofy friends like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wait, you know what? You were the one who borrowed that game from somebody else. I borrowed it from a friend, and you wanted to borrow it from me. I'm like, no, I'm not doing a double trade there. Like, and, then, and then I just, <laughs> dude, that would have been awesome. Like, here, yeah, made, you can borrow it. And then my friend's like, where'd it go? That uh-huh. that earns you an immediate spot in hell when you when you do something like that. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> Uh, but no, they are joining the ranks of like Naughty Dog. Uh, oh, why can't I? I just went blank on Sony exclusive, uh, Sony World War Studios. Um, You'll have to forgive Garrett this week, folks. He's got Swiss cheese brain. The poor guy's been working in the 100 plus heat every single day. He's battling a Coke addiction. Okay, here we are. So, Guerrilla Games, known for Horizon Zero Dawn and the Kill Zone series. 989 Studios, they make sports games and was closed. I don't know why it's listed there then. Uh, Zipper Interactive, uh, they made SOCOM back in the day. Uh, Let's just do the big ones. Media Molecule, they made Little Big Planet. Uh, and I th- believe they're the ones working on Dreams. Sucker Punch. They made Sly Cooper series and the Infamous series. Naughty Dog is one. I already mentioned that. They did like Crash Bandicoot and Uncharted. Uh, there's and a ben- Last of Us. Last of Us. Um, Polyphony. They do the Gran Turismo racing series. So these are the kind of like the big huge names in gaming today and then that are part of like sony here and they're right up there joining the ranks insomniac is so i'm i'm excited and you I, can I, see that the the teeter-totter of uh of all of the uh developers that are going with sony versus going with microsoft is really heavily weighted in sony's well favor. okay at all of these these grade a games man these yeah, games like like The but... Last of Us and the Uncharted series and now the Spider-Man. It, so it goes back to all those exclusives. Here's the deal, though. Sony or Microsoft in the last like two years has purchased a lot of new studios. Um, like they've announced. Uh, let me see if I can find some. Um, Sony, I think, owns way more studios. I mean, not Sony. Xbox owns way more studios than Sony does. You know uh, maybe they, yeah, they have 343 Industries who does Halo, The Coalition who does Gears of War, Compulsion, The Initiative, NX-File, Minecraft, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Playground, Rare, Turn 10, Undead Labs, Xbox Global Publishing Group. And then this is an old article. Like this doesn't even have the new ones that they announced this year at E3. Like they had like a ton more that they bought this year. So Xbox actually has way more studios that make they all make incredible games. They're just not making the games. Like Obsidian, they made Fallout New Vegas back in the day, and they're doing the new uh, Outer wi- Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, 343 does Halo. Uh, 
undead labs that stayed to decay, turned 10 to 4 is a rare does Sea of Thieves, but like back in the day, they were known for uh, like, uh, was it Banjo-Kazooie and stuff like that. Um, yeah, there's like, they have like huge names that are part of Microsoft and they're just not doing anything. But yeah, this is interesting. We'll see how that changes with the new Xbox, I guess. Hopefully they start actually kicking their butts and doing some stuff. Yeah, it'd be nice. I've got a, I got a buddy who is constantly pushing on me to buy an Xbox One. Yeah, me too. And uh, you, you you know who I'm talking about, Brian. Uh, Brian Bernard is a good listener, a friend of ours, and he is constantly trying to push the, uh, the Xbox One. Man, you just got to get that Xbox One, bro. I feel like a lot of our listeners are huge Xbox fans. I don't know why they listen to our podcast if because we're like so hardcore to Sony. Mm-hmm. But that's all I hear like through messages and text and on our Discord, which is supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Uh, join us there if you want to make fun of me and my love for PlayStation, basically. Um, like <laughs> it, it just got brought up the other day. Like, hey, like you don't, you know, <laughs> well, you, guys, <laughs> you guys are like it's super Sony ponies, but if you, could play an Xbox. Like, what, is there any Xbox games that you feel like you're missing out on and stuff? But basically, we that, just get made. That fun actually of. was Brian that brought that up, yeah. and that's actually a great question that got brought up on the Discord because there are some games that we don't get an opportunity to play, like the Halo games and the Gears games and stuff like that. Yeah, but Sony still is better. I'm just saying. Sorry. Yeah, as far as because so here's the deal. I know I we talk we bash on Xbox a lot. Xbox isn't necessarily a bad console or a bad company or anything like that. But when I play video game, I love video games for the story. I'm a single player gamer. If I, I if I was never allowed to play a multiplayer game again in my life, I'd be totally happy. Like I'm fine playing by myself. And Sony kills that. Like if I was playing, if I was an online player, I would totally go for Xbox. They have the better infrastructure and better in every way for the multiplayer aspect. I think they kill it. But that's just not what I enjoy. I I way way more enjoy playing single player stories and Xbox just does not have the single player story to back up their console. You say that, but because you pooped on my point earlier, I'd love to poop on your point right now. You really got down on playing some Apex Legends uh, over the last six months. You really got into the idea of being able to play online with your friends. Like that was a big portion of it. But that's rare that that happens. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't like... If I was super hardcore into Apex and that's all I played, I totally would switch to an Xbox probably. I mean, granted, I have friends on PlayStation that play Apex Legends, but I also have a lot of friends on Xbox. I mean, I, yeah, I have, I'm on both consoles, Sony, PlayStation, and Xbox. Oh, well, I wasn't so, aware that Apex was on Xbox. It's on everything, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on PC, uh, PS4, Xbox One. Yeah. Um, so that's the only... Like if I was just a multiplayer guy, I'd totally have an Xbox, but I don't like multiplayer. I'd rather play good games. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many bro gamers going to be mad at you right now. That's fine. Uh, I'll redeem myself later. Trust me. Um, in the, in the, what you playing section. Next news story here. Uh, just real quick. Sean Layden, I believe is who they interviewed. This comes from uh, Digital Trends over here by Sean uh, Petit. Um, yeah, Sean Layden, who is the head of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, uh, came out in an interview saying, we must support the PlayStation platform. That is non-negotiable, Layden said in an interview with Bloomberg. 
That said, you will see in the future some titles coming out of my collection of studios which may need to lean into a wider installed base. Bloomberg's reporting made it clear that Layden was speaking mainly about games with an online multiplayer focus. This makes sense, of course, especially as crossplay. Basically, what he's talking about is, because uh, I didn't read the headline there. I don't think I did. Uh, there might be Sony exclusive games that start coming to PC. Very cool. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And we kind of touched a little bit on it because mm-hmm. there's rumors of Death Stranding coming to PC a couple weeks ago. That has, still has not been substantiated whether it's true or not. Um, but uh, my stance is still like, obviously, like if we can keep on Sony, like on PlayStation, that'd be great. Like obviously, like build the brand, build the console. Like let's keep PlayStation, PlayStation. Um, but all that means is just more money for Sony. Because even though it's going to PC, like it's still published by Sony and by it was owns PlayStation, and that goes right back into PlayStation's pocket. So it's like, oh, it just means more money for them. So I'm totally cool with that. Like whatever, as long as it never goes to the Xbox, you know, I would never want that. See, but. That's, you know, the, <laughs> I don't know how serious you are about that, but I'll tell you honestly, I I, really, I, I only say that because I just don't think that would ever happen. I don't actually like. I'm not that nefarious, so I'm like, screw you, Xbox. I don't want you to get any of our games. I don't think Xbox at that point. If even if Sony. Sony already has their head up their butt about stuff like that. Like, I don't think Sony would ever do that. But if even Sony was like, hey, Xbox, would you want The Last of Us? I think Xbox would be like, heck no. You've treated us like garbage for years. We don't want your stuff. Like, I think Xbox would totally come out and do that. I don't agree. I think that that we're seeing right now them kind of working together in a a couple of different ways. Uh, They had the, the joint letter that they all put out that, about the tariffs. That's different. That's completely different. That because that's that's not just a okay. gaming thing. That's like our economy could crash. Also, <laughs> also <laughs> Xbox uh, had the the right idea in the X Cloud uh, stuff as far as like their their software that they had developed, and um, they were uh, PlayStation announced that they were going to be using that same that same software that Xbox had had come up with. In all of their, you know, so I mean, do you know what I'm so, talking about? But th- those remember? deals, yes. But remember those articles where PlayStation did not know that was happening. That was a deal with Sony. With Sony, that's It was okay. Sony and Microsoft, right. not Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It was on a very high level. Because I remember that was the big news is like people were like at PlayStation and at Xbox were like, what? <laughs> like they saw the news story and didn't know it was happening kind of thing. Um but I could see a future, though. What I'm saying is, like, I, you're saying, like, as far as the exclusives, I love the idea that our stuff is exclusive to PlayStation. You know, I'm a big PlayStation fan. Uh, that's what I play. But I can see a world where every game is on every console, and it's just no. up to you what you enjoy, whether it's Xbox. That'll never. Or, that'll never happen because I know, then, but let then, me then, live in my dream world. Then it wouldn't make sense to have different consoles if everything's everywhere. Then what's the sense? There's going to be a point? point when Xbox is no longer around, and it's just going to be the X Cloud stuff, everything digital. And as far as systems, right. you're, you're just doing it on your phone. That's what I think the future is eventually going to be. So yeah, does, but it'll be something where PlayStation will have their own and Xbox will have their own and we're going to have our games have and their own theirs. digital yeah. digital things. Yeah. See, I, and I see that there could possibly be, I keep saying this again and again, but possibly Game Pass on on PlayStation eventually. No. They could make happened. so much more money because there's more people on PlayStation. Why not open open up their their library to everybody? They're not making any money on the consoles they sell anyway. 
It's just no, not happening. No, yeah. No, that'll that'll never happen because I mean, in that case that'll never happen because Sony doesn't want that to happen. Sony doesn't want PlayStation or Xbox PlayStation doesn't want Xbox to succeed because it's their competitor. Um, and you'll never see games like exclusive games going to cross platform because then what's the point? Like why buy an Xbox when I could just get the PlayStation? Why buy a PlayStation when I could just get the like it's all the same thing. Um, at that point I might as well flip a coin like because it's the same box. So I think they still have to have the game. That's the only thing that differentiates them. At least, I mean, at this point, what differentiates the consoles is definitely power. Like that's what a lot of people say. Like X, like the Xbox One X is the most powerful console. But come, I'm sure like once it gets to that digital future, there has to be something differentiating them, like, which in that case would be the games library. That's yeah. the only, otherwise one of them has to go away. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I don't believe but, that PlayStation wants Xbox to fail. I think that they want well, them no, and they yeah. need them no, as competition totally. because competition I, I, I breeds that. ingenuity and it causes you to push forward. When you don't have competition, you get complacency. Right. No, I, I, I didn't. I said that kind of like very adamantly. That wasn't exactly what I meant. The way I, it came out of my mouth, I know <laughs> I said that. No, they, they definitely like. They obviously want to. Uh, what I should have said is they want to beat Xbox. They don't want them to fail, oh, of course. but they want to beat Xbox. Obviously, mm-hmm. they want to be number one. And they're obviously are, and they are beating them. So yeah. I mean, um, so yeah. Well, that's that news. They could start coming to PC. There wasn't there wasn't really any other, other any other news other than that you might start seeing PlayStation uh, exclusive games on PC. Which hey, more money for Sony. Bring it on. Uh, the next one is. Uh, Really sad news uh, came out last week that several, and this is just an initial report. I wasn't able to find uh, the news for the other one. Maybe I can Google it while we're talking about it here. But several Game Informer staff was laid off to reduce cost for GameStop. So GameStop, your you know brick and mortar video game store that you go to in the mall, they actually own. They are the parent company over or whoever owns GameStop also owns Game Informer. And so that's like when you why when you sign up for a GameStop Pro membership, you get the free subscription to um, uh, to the Game Informer for a year or whatever, as long as your uh, Pro membership is. Which, uh, which I love. I read yeah. mine every month. I love the Game Informer. It always has incredible editorials in it. Uh, the, uh, the writers are amazing. The editors are amazing. The, the the photos and all the reviews and everything they do, it's top notch. They do a killer job. And uh, yeah, it came out. It was revealed on Twitter initially. So Game Game Informer didn't come out and do a statement. GameStop didn't do a statement. All of a sudden it was like people who actually work at Game Informer were like, well, I uh, showed up at work, got called into a room, and I have like 15 minutes to leave kind of thing <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like I, uh, I'm i done. Like I'm I'm out of here. I'm fired. Um, There's even one guy. Uh, There's one guy who lives in San Francisco. So obviously he the, the main Game Informer office is in uh, Minnesota. Uh, so he wasn't in the office, but he's like, yeah, I just got a call and, uh, yep, I don't have a job anymore. And it's all, it was all like top, like big editors. It wasn't just like random little, like small staff here and there. It was like some heavy duty, uh, like major kind of pieces over there at game informer. This is extremely sad when anybody loses a job, but they, they cut, they cut a lot of stuff back in order to be able to, as a cost cutting measure to save the magazine 
and to ultimately save GameStop because there's also people at GameStop that were let go as well. I, I just found it in the article here. So uh, more than 120 corporate staff were also let go. Um, and the reason this is happening is we haven't really ne- necessarily f- followed it in our podcast here, but over the last couple of years, GameStop is just slowly declining uh, in value. Like they're practically disappearing. Like I'm reading right here. Uh, after its stock prices dipped below $4 earlier this month, the company continued to show signs that it's desperately trying to find a foothold in the retail market. The stock closed at $3.42 on Tuesday. GameStop is down 74% since the start of this year. So since it's only in, in eight months, they're down 74%. So like they're like, it, it's getting to the point where people are like, are are they even going to survive until next Christmas when the PS5 and the Xbox Scarlet come out? Like, will they even be around at that point? Like, could they still even exist in another Probab- year or two? I would say probably not as we know them. Brick and mortar stores like that are falling by the wayside. A lot of people are buying digital. A lot of people are buying the games elsewhere or online. Amazon, eBay, buying it from Walmart. Um, it's a shame because I love GameStop oh, and yeah, Game Informer. Too. You don't want to see anybody have to lose their jobs. There's a lot of people that just lost their jobs. But let's not make GameStop the bad guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people are making GameStop the bad guy for, for cost cutting and for cutting all these people from their jobs. They're trying to stop <laughs> all of the blood flow that's happening and trying to sustain it. But ultimately, I don't think GameStop is going to exist the way that we know it. Yeah, no, it's like, uh, um, yeah, GameStop is like on the, <laughs> the the operating table, like, and they flatlined, and they're just doing everything they can to like bring the heartbeat back to life at this point. Like they're bleeding out, uh, and they're just like, okay, how in the world do we keep this this thing living here? Like they're trying everything. They're firing people. They're they they shut down a bunch of stores like earlier this year like hundreds of stores they've been like they earlier in the year they had they actually let go a bunch of managers so this is the second round of firings this bunch happened at the beginning of the year more this uh, just this last week it's been insane do you do you actually go to GameStop um yeah i i there's actually a lot of them in Modesto like almost like every street corner i feel like so i love to just go and walk through i rarely buy anything only because um, I don't buy a lot of video games because <laughs> I'm poor, <laughs> I don't, but I, I, don't, but I, but I, I love don't going in there and checking out their stuff. And when I do, like, I'll try to buy a game, especially if they're used games. They usually have, um, like a really good used game, uh, sales that go on, like buy one, get one free or buy two, get one free or great, something like that. Great uh, deals on used controllers, like refurbished yeah. controllers, refurbished uh, systems they yeah. have there. I love GameStop. I, I have a- That's a, where you got your 360 from. I have Gr- a, granted, you got that for free because yeah, of the Black Friday right. deal. <laughs> I, I have a great relationship with the guys that work over at the GameStop. I only go in there maybe once a month or once every couple of months, but those guys know me by name. That's the best when part. And I come in yeah. and they, they start laughing the moment I walk in there. 
And like they, the employees always introduce me to the new employees. Oh, you got to meet this guy. And I don't know why, but they always <laughs> do that. And you know what? That makes me feel really good. I feel like I have a relationship with those guys. Yeah. And I would hate for any of those guys to lose their jobs. I, I've had other friends that work at GameStop that have told me some of the practices for how they they do split shifts and they're like, hey, I need you to come in and work three hours and go home. Stuff that is not legal, but it's... It's things that are they're getting away with in order to try to save money. Hey, I'm only gonna I'm only gonna have you on uh, 20 hours this week, and then cutting it down to 16. Hey, you know what? We're go go ahead and go home for the day. We're too we're too slow, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But I but I drove an hour to get here. You know, I mean, lots of that kind of stuff. So it's it's a sad state of affairs. You hate to see anybody lose their jobs, um, and I'd, I'd really hate to lose uh, my game informer because I like it. But, I know, right? Uh, but you also got to recognize that print media. In that fashion, when magazines is, is yeah. fairly dead. It's already kind of pretty much dead and <laughs> for I, I'm, in a I'm lot a, of ways. I was a big magazine fan growing up. Absolutely oh, yeah. loved stopping at the magazine racks. I and, you know, I just loved it. I remember back in the day, like when I was, I don't know, like 10 years old, nine years old, getting Game Informers, or back then we had Game Pro, or we had- Nintendo uh, Power. I never really got into Nintendo Power. That was a little before your time. Well, no, they had them around. I just was never a Nintendo kid as a kid. Like, I was a Sony guy from the beginning, basically. We had, you know, the Super Nintendo, and we had the uh, GameCube and stuff like that. But I was definitely more of, like, a you know, hardcore gamer. I don't want this dang Nintendo cartoon BS. That's for kids, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly, EGM, like, those three were so good well they used to have a playstation magazine back in the day that was always one of my favorites because it came with a demo disc for the playstation um but yeah nowadays like game informer is game informer and pc gamer i think are pretty much the only two gaming magazines in the u.s at least like i can't think of any other video game magazines that are still around in the u.s um game pro i don't think exists uh and EGM, I think, disappeared a while back as well. So with them surviving now with a lot less people, they're still going to have to do the same amount of work. And you know what? The quality of the magazine is going to suffer because there's no way to take a bunch of the writers, a bunch of the editors from the from the staff and then still expect the exact same content. So where does it go? Does it, does it stay the same size? Do they make it a little smaller? I wonder if they, they start moving towards, because they already have a like if you go to their website, they most a lot of the articles are on their website as well as they do like breaking news stuff. So I wonder if they're going to move more towards like an IGN type thing and just do online editorial and articles instead of their print, which is sad because I don't know there's something about holding a magazine in your hand and like flipping through those pages and seeing it physically in front of you. But sitting on the pot, that, having something to flip through, right? <laughs> that might be you know that that the way things are going. That might be what they have to do. Um, I mean, unless GameStop completely goes under, then they're just not going to exist anymore. (laughs) But we'll see. So our uh, thoughts go out to all you guys who lost your jobs. Hopefully you all land on your feet. I know one guy, uh, Imran uh, Khan, I think his name was, he got picked up by Kind of Funny. That's right. I heard about that. So he's going to be the new new co-host for Kind of Funny Games Daily and Kind of Funny Games Cast. So that's pretty cool. Good on you, Kind of Funny, that you guys... Jumped on that guy they, they so quickly. They grabbed that guy as pretty, pretty sweet. And he had been there before. He, I think he, he had, had guest, like guest hosted. hosted. Yeah. yeah. And so now he's going to come on like part-time doing hosting and stuff. And I think he's still doing freelance writing, but uh, this is really cool. Like, like some of these, like 
whenever something like this happens in the video game industry, I think that's the coolest part of the, about the video game industry is even as much as everyone like may fight and bicker online and hate each other. Like as soon as something bad like this happens immediately, everyone's like, okay, let me like, Hey, to the people it happens to like, okay, Hey, I'm open. I need a job. And immediately like people are like, Hey, send me your, your resume. Hey, send me your information. Hey, I got to hook up here. Like they find, they hook them up so quickly. It's so amazing. So would you be like, uh, trying to help me out if I were to, you know, need a job or something? I mean, you're going to put the word in for me and try to help me. Hey, hook, hook me up buddy, or put your neck out there for me. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Give me a reference. Uh, we'll see. I don't feel very positive about that, Garrett. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one here, we're just going to hit this article real quick. Uh, we really won't even talk about it much. I more just want to actually tell you guys about it because I want you guys all to go read it. If you are in any way even a little bit interested in what the heck like Death Stranding could be about, which I know we are. Cause oh, we're, yeah. We're, we've talked about it like every week. I think it's been the last three weeks we've talked about Death Stranding. <laughs> we keep watching all these great trailers and gameplay and we're all like, what the heck? I don't, yeah. I, what the So at Gamescom uh, this last weekend or last week, uh, obviously we talked about last episode where they revealed three uh, new little trailers and videos and segments and stuff. We talked about all those last episode. Well, what they didn't say is that they had done, or later in the week they did, behind closed doors previews to people uh, to like press and stuff like that. Um, so this article, I want all of you guys to go read it, go find it. It's on Games Radar. So if you Google like Games Radar, Death Stranding, uh, Josh West, it's written by Josh Josh West over there. It's called "I Have Seen Death Stranding at Gamescom and I Finally Understand What's Going On." Uh, and it's a really good read. It's, uh, it's pretty detailed. Like it kind of, there's a lot there to read, but once I finish it, I'm like, Oh, like this, this game actually makes sense now. Like it's actually sounds like a game. Um, I'd be interested. I would think that they would have had to sign like non-disclosure agreements. So I wonder if he's like, uh, no, so the box, a lot of times with those press events, you can talk about stuff, but you're not allowed to like film or take pictures. Which uh, I actually Googled around a little bit and I did find a video that someone took of it. So I did get to see the secret trailer that wasn't supposed to be revealed. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and, You're holding out on me, Garrett? Yeah, sorry. I didn't show Man. it to you. But um, yeah, it's really crappy quality. It's taken on someone's cell phone like in, while it's in their pocket, obviously. Mm. But you're going to kind of see the screen and it's... Hey, are you filming in your pocket? No, no I was... I was I was uh, just really. I was yeah. I was just touching myself. Yeah, sorry about that. I got excited. You know, hey, Dio Kojima. I just, gosh, he made Metal Gear Solid. You know. Oh, oh that um, would be if it was you. Jeez. Huh? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. So the gist of the game is yeah. There is like a main boiled down like oh this is what the actual story is and so go give that a read. Um, I highly recommend that. Games Radar an article by Josh West called I have seen death stranding at gamescom and I finally understand what's going on. So even just read the first couple paragraphs, it'll kind of like, Oh, okay. This makes sense. Um, the next one, Spider-Man out of the MCU after Disney and Sony failed to reach a deal. So this, uh, article that I have here comes from polygon. Uh, 
Tom Holland Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU because uh, they, their original deal had him signed up for, I think, two, like two solo movies and uh, three like cameos in movies or whatever. Um, and that was fulfilled with Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home. He was in Civil War. He was in Infinity, Infinity War, War. And he was in Endgame. So that was his five-movie deal. Done. Um, so they went back to the table to renegotiate. And Disney originally, I guess, was only getting... Um, their current terms was Marvel was receiving a range of 5% of the first dollar gross. So they were getting, so Marvel was not making very much money off the, the whole Spider-Man thing. Uh, apparently Disney proposed a 50, 50 split. Like, Hey, like we've been doing a lot of the work here. <laughs> you guys own the IP and stuff, but we've been doing a lot of heavy lifting. Can we do a 50, 50? And Sony's like, uh, no, let's not. And so, yeah, that was the end of the deal. Apparently there's talks that they're still obviously like in discussion. They're still discussing it like behind the scenes and stuff. I'm sure it's not completely over, but as far as we know at this point, as of last week, um, Spider-Man is now a 100% Sony property and any Spider-Man movies that come out after this, uh, will not have any part of the MCU. So people have actually talked about, uh, well, is Spider-Man going to show up in the Venom movie? Like, cause there's going to be a uh, Venom two coming out directed by Andy Serkis. Um, or will he show up in the, like, let's see, there's other movies that Sony's talked about making like black cat. There's a silver sable movie. They've talked about a Morbius, the living vampire movie, Craven, the hunter, silk, Jack, like all these villains that are Spider-Man villains. Um, there, there's talks that maybe he'll actually show up in some of those movies. Cause like, if, I, I know we never saw Venom cause it was a terrible movie. Uh, but like, was it a terrible movie? Oh. If you've never seen it, how do you know it was a terrible movie? Okay. Uh, it had Bane in it. How much do you think it has on no, Hot Tomatoes? No, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. That's actually good. I Having no clue if I were just to guess, I would guess it's probably because I didn't hear anything positive about it. I didn't hear anything negative about it either. But because I didn't hear nothing positive, a lot of negative. Let's say rotten at forty-eight. Uh, it is rotten uh, at twenty-nine percent. <laughs> wow! Yeah, basically a giant heap of garbage. What but do the people have it at? It made uh, a audience score is actually eighty percent. <laughs> That's interesting because even even any of my friends and other people who've watched it said it was garbage. So I don't know who the heck watched this movie. I liked it, but um, I couldn't have imagined a Venom movie standing out on its own. To yeah. me, that, that well, just is crazy. What's crazy though is even though it reviewed horribly, it made a crap ton of money. Mm-hmm. And so they're making a sequel Venom two. It's going to be directed by Andy circus. It's like, okay, cool. But anyways, with this new MCU news, people are like, okay, is he going to start showing up in Venom 2? Is he going to be in some of these other like bad guy movies like Living Vampire, which is going to be starring Jared Leto, um, stuff like that. So. So, so essentially you're saying that Sony will retain the rights to the Spider-Man character. They, they own Spider-Man. Right. Like Marvel owns no right. part of Spider-Man. They were loaning the character out. Uh, yeah. They did. Right. But- Tom Holland would stay attached as 
Spider-Man, presumably, with the Sony That's, deal. Uh, the last I read, which I, I don't know if it was this article or another article, um, I was reading something, maybe I just saw it on Twitter. Tom Holland apparently is still like technically, you know, he's still 100% in with working. Like he's, and he likes being Spider-Man. He wants to keep doing it. Um, it just won't be. An of course, MC- he does. He's just, making money. It just won't be an MCU thing. It won't be connected to Marvel in any, I, any way. I'm devastated by by the <laughs> news of this, and I know there a lot of people have been flipping out about this. This has especially, been big news this week, especially since he was kind of like he's basically kind of set up to become the next kind of. I feel like he's set up to become the next. Uh, Iron Man, essentially, or the next like Captain America. Like, I don't know the next like it's big hard guy. Hard for us to say because we never went to go see for uh, no, Far From Home. This is not based off of that movie. This is based off of uh, Infinity War and Endgame, though. Like I feel like based off of those two movies, it basically sets him up to be he's like the next big because he's young and he's still around. And, and I gotta <laughs> say, I, I know how you feel about about <laughs> uh, Homecoming. That movie was incredible and did yeah. such a great job. And his portrayal as Spider-Man in the last few movies have been the best yeah. Spider-Man yet. So pe- I know Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man and yeah, did the three movies. Good. Of course, the third one crapped they out were in the early crap. 2000s. They were all terrible. Well, the, all three of those th- were garbage. Part, part three really got some No, yeah, that though. was the and worst. That was like 2003 or somewhere in there. And then- uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield was the guy who took over as the amazing Spider-Man. And he had two movies out of I, that. I didn't watch, I think I watched one of those. I don't really remember. I enjoyed the first one. I don't know, I enjoyed both of them. They weren't good though. They were be- They were better than Tobey Maguire movies. That was his name, right? I don't know why. That just Toby sounds... was Toby McGuire. Okay. That just Garfield. sounded really weird to me. That sounded like a cartoon character or something. <laughs> he um, was kind of a cartoon character. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, and the Andrew Garfield movies, I was like, oh, I enjoy these, but they weren't good either. Um, but yeah, so Tom Holland's been definitely the best Spider-Man. Uh, and I think that has a lot to do with uh, you know, Marvel being involved. Uh, one of the re- other reasons that Sony, at least Sony tweeted out about the reasons they... Um, uh, are upset with the deal, the whole 50, like, cause not only will they be losing out on money, but there's also talks that Kevin Feige won't, won't be overseeing future Spider-Man movies because he has so much on his plate with other movies and stuff. And so that was part of the deal is like, no, we want to keep our deal and we need Kevin Feige in here working on these movies. Like if he's not there in person, like we don't want anything to do with this, uh, which is kind of, kind of sad. Like they're just so like, they're kind of being a little stubborn. Um, but on the other hand, I know a lot of people are hating on Sony right now. Like why are you being a bunch of jerks? Like just, just do it. On the other hand, Marvel is still making money hand over fist. They don't need the money. Like why can't Disney just be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's stick with the original deal. We're, we're cool. Cause, uh, I heard, I read somewhere else that, even though Disney wasn't making as much off the gross of the film, they had the rights to all the merchandise. So that's like shirts and uh, action figures and toys and all this stuff. And that's where um, the real money is. That's, oh, that's, yeah, that's they're what's making quietly not being billions, talked about. But billions. that's where the real money <laughs> yeah. is. So it's just like, come on, Disney, like you don't need the extra money. Like you can back off a little bit. Like you're still making money hand over fist. You may not be making money off of uh, um, Spider-Man specifically, but like Endgame still made so much money. <laughs> and I mean, it's number one, you know, 
number the number of my one highest grossing film. Now I get a silly question because I'm I actually I honestly do not know this. The Into the Spider Verse movie that we all love so much, the animated film that came out a few months back. Yeah. Was that part of the Marvel Studios? No, that was not okay. connected to Marvel Studios. That was actually 100% a Sony picture, um, which was extremely well done. It was extremely well like, done. Like, I think that's probably, like, Tom Holland being the best Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is a very close second, like, for Spider-Man movies. Absolutely. Like, it was, it's so stinking incredible. It's on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it, because it's free on there, and it's honestly one of the best animated Spider-Man, let alone it's the second best to Spider-Man in general. Like, you know, it's I, so good. I watched it in the theater with my son. And it's so I've, good. We saw it in theaters too. It's I've so watched it since. On I've watched it a couple of times since. So we've probably seen it like three times, and my kids have seen it a lot more than that. It's such a fun movie. So Sony, Sony will be fine as far as what they can do with the Spider-Man character. I would love to see them come to a conclusion I hope. That's a and thing. a resolution. Could, that's the thing. Sony could... With their track record, they could totally just crash and burn with the next Spider-Man movie, and then Tom Holland's out, and then then what? But we'll, well they, they we'll can do a lot see. of damage to the character, yeah, by putting out a really crappy. That's film. what's scary. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> uh, well, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. All righty, the next news story. We're just going to hit real quick because we're running long. But I feel like uh, this is kind of uh, <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Um, it's worth talking about here. So Matrix 4, officially a go with Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Lena Wachowski. This comes exclusive from Variety. Uh, so Lena Wachowski is set to write and direct a fourth film in this in the world of The Matrix with Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss reprising the roles as Neo and Trinity, respectively. Uh, that's pretty much the news. Sources say the film is eyed to begin production at the top of 2020, so beginning of next year. Um, my biggest question is, who the blue is, pill or the red pill? Who who is asking for this? <laughs> oh, everybody! Nobody wanted a Matrix Four. No, nobody. <laughs> no, they. You know, I've never actually seen them. I, I oh, they're I all on seeing, Netflix right now. Are you they need really? To watch them. I watched. No, through I don't the need first... to watch them. <laughs> okay, so you watched through it. Did you fall asleep? No. Wait, why? The Matrix movies are like, at least the first one is known to be like one of the best movies. First one is good. You've seen it? Yes. Oh, okay. You said you've never seen The Matrix. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I've never seen all of them. How can you trash talk <laughs> The Matrix? No, I've like, never seen all of them. The first was one like actually a was good. piece of like I saw part of, part of part two and it was just kind of like, eh, you got everything you needed from part one. So yeah, part one is by far like the best, but I, I watched the other two and I, I really enjoyed them. I like the series. I don't. I'm not gonna say two and three are good, like they're like they're not great movies. But I like I I, I enjoy the story. I think it's great. Like I I feel like it got convoluted. Is but my I, only oh thing. yeah, it definitely got yeah. convoluted. Yeah, no doubt there. But with the way that the third one ends, like it's at least I thought it was pretty definitive. Like when did three come out? It was in the early two thousands, maybe. Uh, it was two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matrix Revolution. Been that long, so you were like a baby, like a wee baby when that thing came out. Matrix Three. I was ten years old when Matrix Three came out. I didn't see them then. I think I probably saw that when I was ten. I probably watched the first one, mm-hmm. and then didn't watch the later ones till. Well, I probably probably I'll watch them in succession because yeah. When so when the last one came out, it's probably when I started watching them for the first time. I remember the first time watching them. I. Uh, 
my parents, we were over at someone's house. Uh, I think it was the guy who co-owned us. Uh, my dad, my dad owned a remodeling business, like home <laughs> I just heard remodeling the, stuff. The guy co-owned your dad. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> no, my dad had a had a remodeling and uh, like I don't know repair business know, for for homes and stuff like that. Um, and uh, he co-owned it with some guy. And we were over at their house for dinner, and they're like, hey, do you want to watch The Matrix? And I was like, yeah, sure. I think my parents were like, I think they had seen it. and like, oh, yeah, that should be okay or whatever. And we watched it there. That's the first time I saw The Matrix was at some random people's house because it was boring sitting at the adult table talking <laughs> about business stuff. Garrett, it's still boring sitting at the adult table. <laughs> um, But, yeah, Matrix 4. Who needs it? We didn't need it. <laughs> You're going to get a hate tweet, right? I. Uh, that's my favorite I, film series of all time. No, I'm not going to, like, yeah, the but like I said, like, the third one I felt like ended, maybe I need to rewatch it. I So I... As I recall, in The Matrix I, 3, I, I think pretty, he was in a bus, and they were trying to not go below 55 miles per hour. I, I think that's what it was. That. The bus was going around in a circle a bunch, and there was a guy with a bomb, and if they went under 55, it would blow the bus up. I don't remember that part. Wait, uh, you you said you never watched those movies. Wait a second. No, that's actually Speed, <laughs> okay. the movie Speed with Keanu Reeves. But I knew Keanu Reeves was in it. That could have very. They could have just put Matrix on there and made that Matrix <laughs> right. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, uh, let's get into the new releases. So the only video game of note that's coming out this past week is. Uh, World of Warcraft Classic for PC, August 27th. Yay! Um, as much as uh, our Patreon producer, Matt Liu, wants me to play, I will probably not be playing it. Uh, I don't want to spend $15 a month to just to play it for <laughs> like a week and then forget about it and <laughs> forget to turn off the auto-renew. And then the next thing you know, I've paid hundreds of dollars for it. No, I... I enjoy World of Warcraft, but I just don't have the time in my life to sink into anymore. Like, that's a game where you, I feel like if you're married and have a kid, it's not playable. Like, it's impossible. There's no way. Like, you need- Does it take that much time? Oh, yeah. No, you have to spend, like, your entire life. Like, I don't even know how you do it with a full-time job. Like, you'd basically have to be unmarried and maybe working a part-time job. Maybe no job. Like, I don't know how people play World of Warcraft with a job. I wish I could tell you about the many people that I know that don't have jobs that I go to their homes. And when they find out that I'm a gamer, honestly, you can ask Bill Bird about this. Them going, oh my gosh, come here and check out my setup. And having, like, elaborate... Gaming chair setups with their PC <laughs> engines playing World of Warcraft. They call it WoW. And like, they, they'll show me like this crazy characters that they created and how, like, you know, the thing is, is that she's beautiful and she's sexy, but at the same time, she's like really powerful uh, warlock. She's very good at like casting spells. And like, her, I mean, dude, honestly, we were like, <laughs> oh, this guy's never been out of the house before. You know, like you open up a curtain, he's like, <laughs> Like a vampire. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so that uh, comes out this week. Uh, so look forward to a lot more of those guys. Um, this is, it was funny. Well, actually, well, I guess it came out today as a recording because it came out, it was supposed to come out the 27th, but they released it early. It came out today at like three o'clock. So Matt sent me, or he sent a text earlier like, hey, are you going to jump on or whatever? 
uh, last night or something. And then uh, yeah, I saw some pictures on Instagram of his character and stuff. He's playing a little uh, gnome. I think it's a gnome warlock or something. I'm like, cool. Pretty cool. Yep. <laughs> pretty cool there. That's Pro- pretty cool. Patreon producer. Patreon Mallory. producer. Um, and then uh, other new releases. This is kind of uh, unconventional. Or actually, we used to talk about movies back in the day, but he stopped because there's not enough movies. It wasn't worth it. Uh, but So new release trailers. Bond 25 trailer. Go look that up. Bond 25 trailer was basically, awesome. Basically, so all it is is like it's like a five second like little like all it is is Daniel Craig walking out and it reveals the title. So it's not really a trailer. It's no. literally like five seconds long. Dude, it was enough to like warrant like, okay, dude, Daniel Craig, yeah. right on. It. Yeah. And uh, the music's great. The Like the style of like the title is like spot on. I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see this movie. I'm really stoked. I, I love Casino Royale. Like that's top Bond for me. Uh, Skyfall I thought was great. Um, Have you seen the Sean Connery Bond movies? I realize they're really old. So I've seen bits and pieces of them. It's one of those things. My my aunt actually had a huge, uh, I forget if it was the DVD set or the VHS set of all the Bond movies. Like I remember the thing was like this big. Like it was a huge. As huge, big as his hands are showing right now because well, this is audio. He's holding his hands out. I'm pretty sure. Large enough to be VHSs. Yeah, I think it was VHS. Well, I couldn't. I mean, there's a lot of special features. That's the other cool thing. It was like I had it came with a bunch of special features stuff. Um, but it was like, and I mean, this is back in the early 2000s. So at that point, I don't remember. I don't know how many it was movies was actually out at that point. Um, but yeah, so I remember like random ones here and there, clips and stuff, because she loved James Bond and all that. Uh, but I don't think I've ever watched one all the way through. Like at least the older classic ones, to be honest. Which I know, like you're like, oh, so you say Daniel Craig's your favorite, but you've never really watched the other ones. Well, but I've wa- I've watched some of them. I watched some of some them. Some of them, but you have failed to watch Sean Connery. He's the he's the best. He's literally the best. But Daniel Dan- Craig is pretty good. He's blonde. It doesn't count. You need to you need to watch Casino Royale, and you'll change your mind. Uh, so go check out that Bond twenty five teaser. Uh, Star Wars. For uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, they put out a new little trailer teaser thing from at uh, the D twenty three Expo, dude. I went, <laughs> we finished watching that, and JJ is like not even super into Star Wars, and not I was a, like, no, 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 not that's an understatement. I am not, not into Star all. Wars at all. And we not both at looked all. at each other, and I was like, did that give you chills? Like it just gave me. And, it and, totally and JJ did. Was like, yeah, <laughs> like we both had like goosebumps watching. It this. was amazing. Like, how can you not be pumped for it? Was it? So and even good. as not a guy who's ever seen all of the Star Wars movies, I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, can't wait to watch this. Yeah. It looks awesome. It was awesome. Um, so go check out that trailer. And then the third one, uh, well, D23 happened this last weekend, as I said. They uh, released a bunch of, uh, a few trailers for like Lady and the Tramp. They released a trailer for the new Jeff Goldblum travel show, um, a Christmas movie with uh, Bill Hader and uh, Anna Kendrick. And then the one I'm excited for, the Mandalorian. They came out with a trailer for that. And that one, like the music in it, I'm like, I'm so pumped right now. Like this is like, I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'm super in. It's It looks amazing. I can't wait for November 12th when the show comes out. Like it comes out, it's supposed to be day and date with Disney Plus when that comes out. 
So that's I'm gonna binge watch that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I can't wait to sign up. Uh, the the whole thing at D twenty twenty three with the uh, the Disney Plus stuff makes me so excited for for Disney Plus. I think it's gonna be a cool service. Yeah, I love how they're trying to cut Netflix's throat right out the yeah. gate. You know, with their low low price. Yeah, and also one thing that they brought up was that you'll be able to stream four different uh, devices at the same no, time. Unlimited right? devices. Oh, I thought it was four. It was unlimited devices at 4K video. Oh, my goodness. That's like even with better. Net, with Netflix, if you want unlimited with 4K, you have to pay like 16, 17 bucks a month, which is unfortunately what I'm currently playing, which they're paying, which I've talked to you the other day. I was like, we need to cancel this thing. Like, we haven't touched Netflix in so long. Like um, you only, you really don't need it as high as the level as you have. You can probably get away with doing $8 well, on one screen. The reason we have it is because that's the only way to get to 4K. And I have a 4K TV. But Netflix has, you can watch things at a lower res. Netflix has some fantastic original content that you'd be missing out on. Like Stranger no. Things that you love so much. They're not, not ever coming out with another season of that. Uh, <laughs> you told me that they were going to come out with that. Right? I don't. I don't. We'll see. Um, They'll come out with other things to replace it. It'll be just. But good. see, with Netflix, I think Netflix is going to be the thing for us at this point. That when something cool comes out, then we'll pay for like one month. But there's no sense. Like we've paid for it. Other than Stranger Things, I can't think of anything else we've watched on it since the last year. Honestly, um, other than like watch, watching reruns of Friends and New Girl. In the office, which the office and friends are leaving soon, and I think New Girl is on Hulu as well, and we already have Hulu, so we might as well just get rid of Netflix. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I forgot what we were even talking about. Why are we talking about Netflix? Oh, Disney Plus. You're talking about Disney yeah. Plus. So Disney Plus is gonna be awesome. I can't wait. What's up, guys? Uh, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, PodCoin. Do you like to listen to Super Gamer Boys? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast out there. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android device. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you can use the PodCoin app to earn uh, PodCoin to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's amazing how it works, and it turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you just want to get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, uh, it's pretty great. I use it uh, every day now, um, listening to all of my favorite podcasts, uh, even my own. Uh, to rack up those uh, pod coins, I'm getting pretty close to getting my own rewards now. Um, I love it, and uh, it's super easy to use. You can get it from the App Store or the Android Store today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app, and if you use our invite code, GAMERBOYS, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code, GAMERBOYS. That's G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S. Go give the PodCoin app a try. And remember, it's a podcast player that pays. All right. What you playing? I didn't play anything this week. Oh, cool. That's good because yeah. we're running long. Isn't that great? <laughs> Not one thing. I didn't even get to play any uh, mobile games. Dang. What did you play this week? Uh, I played a lot. Um, so I'm not going to go super. I'm going to take up all the time. I'm not going to go super in depth on these things. I'm just going to touch on some. There's only one thing I'm going to talk about a lot, but 
I played, I randomly, actually this happened a couple weeks ago, but I forgot to talk about it last week. Uh, two weeks ago when I was editing the podcast, I'm like, you know what, while this is exporting, I'm just going to randomly jump into League of Legends on PC. I was like, I haven't touched this game in like a year. <laughs> like it had been a long time. I was like, it's probably going to take about like 30 minutes to update and then maybe we'll see what's going on. So I clicked on it, updated it. And just as I updated it and logged in, my buddy Keith Duncan, uh, I don't know if he listened to the podcast, but he joined our Discord because we because that's how we did the voice chat. We did it through our, the Discord on our, our Super Gamer Boys. And uh, he happened to just be finishing up a game. And he's like, hey, you want to play? I'm like, heck yeah, sign me up. I was like, I haven't played in a year. I'm really rusty. I don't remember half the controls, but let's do this. Um, and with that game, it's a game that changes like every couple months or something new they add or take away from it. So I'm like, this is a completely different game than I remember playing a year ago. Uh, it was a lot of fun just like catching up with, you know, a friend I haven't seen in a little bit, talked to in a little bit, and then, uh, playing a game that I spent a lot of time and a lot of money on back in the day. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of fun to get back into that. Uh, I've gotten, uh, really into the... My, the Xbox Game Pass on PC. I I've had it already because I got I did the deal for like two bucks or five bucks whatever for like whatever three four months whatever it was, um, and so I jumped in the other night. I'm like, oh, they've added a lot of cool new games. So I've started downloading. I actually pre-installed Gears of War Five, which that comes out in a couple weeks. So when that finally goes live, I'll be able to play it like as soon as it's ready, which is cool. Like I'll get that for free. Essentially, I'll be able to play Gears Five. Um, I and, and you said you paid like five dollars. It was like a, an entry thing, like hey, like because we're just launching this, like hey, for new people signing up, you can get the PC uh, Game Pass for like this, just for the first three or four months, or whatever it was. But you're gonna miss out on that, and they're gonna start charging twenty bucks a month. You need yeah. to be hammered. Well, if if I if I forget to cancel it, it is only like I think it's like ten bucks or something. So it's not terrible, but I I, I don't know. We'll see how long I actually keep it. Um. But then, yeah, so I got, I pre-installed that. I also installed um, Space Hulk Tactics, which is, it's a video game based off of uh, the Warhammer 40,000, like, board game that I'm super into. Like, they make a bunch of video games. Like, back in the day, they had a really cool uh, strategy game, like, similar to Age of Empires. Uh, they had a first person shooter game, uh, which was like you were a space Marine you went around and like fought stuff. But this one is like a, a tactic, tactic style game where it's like, it's a grid setup and you have to like work your way. It's kind of like a strategy game where you're working your way through like these, uh, maps fighting off like aliens and stuff like that. And it was just so much fun, not only because I enjoy that, like those characters in that world and those creatures and stuff, uh, cause, cause I love the, the board game, but also, uh, it was like a really, it's actually a lot of fun, like just puzzle game, like to go through and figure out like, okay, like I gotta, I'm gonna have to sacrifice that guy and then I'm going to use this guy to kill that alien and all this stuff. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. So I'm actually really interested in the next one on your list because, uh, I really wanted to play this. This looked like a lot of fun. 
So Prey? Is that what you're yes, talking about? Okay. Yes. So yeah, Prey is on Game Pass. I downloaded that just last night. I played the like the they did like a two hour demo or something back in the day on PS4. I think it's still available, so you could download. That's it. That's what I, okay. I just downloaded Prey on uh, for the the demo. So uh, uh, yeah, I, that's why I was looking forward to playing. So that's all I had played through before. Last night I played. I only got through like I only played for like thirty minutes or something. But I'm excited to keep going with Prey because I've heard really good things about it from some of my friends who are like it's actually like a really like. It was an underrated game. Is it similar like, gameplay to like Alien Isolation type of? No. Where you're, I mean, are you alone on a spacecraft? Uh, or you, I mean, you know? so far from what I played, you're you're alone. Um, but uh, as far as like, yeah, I don't think it's it's I don't think it's something where like like in Alien Isolation you have the alien chasing you. I don't think it's anything like that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to keep going with that and get further into it. The one thing I did really want to talk about, this is the main thing I want to talk about in the What You're Playing. So this last weekend, it was happened from Thursday to Sunday, four days. It's supposed to just be Friday to Sunday, and then they're like, hey, surprise, we're just launching it Thursday. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2v2 Alpha Test. So they did an online test. It was just the multiplayer mode from the new Call of Duty game that's coming out in October. And I downloaded that and played quite a bit this weekend. And man, I the last Call of Duty game I actually enjoyed was Black Ops. And even then, I never liked Call of Duty for the multiplayer because I suck at multiplayer, as you all know. That's why I like Sony, because I'm a single-player dude. Uh, I've always been terrible at multiplayer, could not care less. Always loved the stories, though, basically from Black Ops and earlier. After that, the story got too convoluted with like, it's all like space stuff and fighting. It felt more like Halo than Call of Duty. Anyways, this was such an awesome return to form. I'm like, dude, like not only is like the aesthetic, because it takes place like in modern day, um, but that multiplayer was so much fun. It's 2v2, and this is just one of the multiplayer game modes. They're going to have more, but it's 2v2. Um, and the way it worked is like these little tiny maps and you had like a minute or two minutes to kill the other two people. And if you didn't beat them within that two minutes, all of a sudden another timer, it went into overtime and it was like a 30 second overtime. And then it was just a capture the flag. Like you have to just whoever gets the flag first. So what that did is it forced everyone together. So if you were like taking your time, you know, two minutes is up all of a sudden it's like, okay, you have 30 seconds and whoever gets the flag first wins. And, uh, and so you're all, you know, you're all sprinting towards the middle of the map trying to get this flag. Rarely that, that rarely happened. Usually within the first two minutes, everyone's dead. Um, and there's two different modes. One of them, I don't know what exactly the difference was. I, from what I can tell one di- one mode was you get random gear sets. So you never know what guns you're going to get. Like you just automatically are thrown guns. The other one, you start with no guns. You just have your bare hands and then the guns are scattered around the map. And you have to go like pick them up and stuff. And man, I had such a blast. I'm like, I was already sold on the new Call of Duty just for the story from what I've heard. Um, and now I'm like, oh, I'm in because this multiplayer is killer. Like I could play this 2v2 forever, <laughs> it's, which is rare. Like I'm not a multiplayer guy, but I fell in love with this over the weekends and I'm sad I can't play it anymore until October. <laughs> so I, I, I'm kind of worried about you. I'm kind of concerned and I want to say it and I'm going to say it right here on the air. You played a lot of video games this week. Did Trudy and Chip leave you? Are you like? Did they leave? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, what's going on, Garrett? 
Share with me. If there's something wrong, man, you can lean on me. Lean on me when you're not strong. Yeah, Dude, you played no. a lot of video games, man. I like what the heck's going on? <laughs> so I just had a. You know, is this one of those weeks where I was at night? We put Shep down to bed and we didn't have any shows to yeah, watch. We don't have any relationships to like have to do. Let's play video game. Oh, you don't really like to play video. You want to watch me play video games? No, that's not what happened. No, it's just like one of those things like we didn't have shows to watch or anything. And so it's like, oh, like, well, you know, Trudy's been reading a book and she's like, I'll just go read and you can do your thing. I'm like, okay, sounds good. Like, <laughs> and most, most, to be honest, most of this stuff happened uh, all in one day pretty much. It was like all Sunday night or something. That makes sense. That's normally like, how my video game goes It was all last too. night. Everything happened last night, basically. Oh, like, wow. So it was one of those things where like, I tried this, well, Call of Duty, I tried a couple times, but this, the other Game Pass stuff all happened last night. It's got to be said, Trudy Morlang, you are a mensch. You are an amazing woman and an awesome wife. That It's just, dude, you're so lucky. I am more than lucky. Do you get any points when I say nice stuff about your wife? Uh, I don't know. She doesn't listen to the show often. Oh, never mind. O- often. <laughs> Sometimes she does. She surprises me. Like, listen to your show. I'm like, <gasps> oh, what, did, what, did, what did I say? Or what did JJ say? <laughs> what did JJ say? Um, alrighty, guys. This is, uh, that's enough of a show for you guys. How about that? We gave you a lot. We gave you a lot. We'll save this question. This is just like old times. We've got to cut out that we, question we of the show. Push it off to next week. <laughs> um... I just want to thank you guys all for listening so much. Um, we are so thankful for each and every one of you. Uh, all the downloads we've been getting have been just amazing. Uh, I was telling JJ last week, there's one day, like, I was like, we got, like, this is how many downloads we got in, like, one day. And he's like, what? Like, is that even possible? <laughs> was like, was, is that, a, is that an error? Was that a glitch? And we're like, good for glitches. Right yeah, on. Right. Um, yeah. So your guys' support is amazing. So thankful for all of you guys. Uh, we are even more doubly thankful for all you Patreon supporters. Uh, everyone, every one of you who go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us there. You guys are what really uh, makes everything happen here. You guys are right on the forefront of this battle of the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are on the front lines there, battling it out, keeping us relevant. So yes, thanks for that. Um, if you have a, a minute to go rate and review us over on iTunes. Um, also, if you download us there, that would be cool uh, because that helps us move up in the charts uh, between, you know, reviews and downloads. That's what uh, helps us out. Not, um, not long ago, we were, we were above in some charts over uh, serial. That was on the PodCoin charts. That was an iTunes. You don't have to say which. You just well, say so it and it sounds reason, good. The reason I wanted to do the little caveat because I was going to tell uh, Ooh, you big word. Nice. a little story here. Earlier today, I was looking at, uh, I was able to see the chart histories on iTunes, like see like, you know, what happened earlier this month. And apparently, uh, like August 12th or 13th or I don't know, it was a couple weeks ago. We were number 145 on iTunes podcast, which out of like the hundreds and thousands of podcasts that are on iTunes, I'm like, what the heck? Like, how did we show up on 145 under that's like, amazing for, for video game podcast? I'm like, that's wow. awesome. Now, that, so, at that point, now, was it 145 in video game podcasts or just 145 of all podcasts? 
in uh, in like the well, it does change the, how their categories work. So we it was in like the leisure category, like the video game category, however that works. Um, so not overall, obviously, but still, like there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of video game podcasts, and we were 145. So that's absolutely amazing. I was like, so if you guys can go do that again, just even if you don't listen to it on iTunes, just download it there. <laughs> it helps us get on the charts. And what happens is people see us on the charts. They're like, oh, that must be a good show. I guess I'm going to give it a listen. <laughs> then they listen and they find out that it's not and yeah. they stop listening. And at that point, it's too late. They've already given us a download. <laughs> 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 Joke's on you. <laughs> uh, if you want to find us uh, throughout the week, um, first and foremost, go to supergamervoice.com slash discord. You can chat with us throughout the week. That's always fun. Or you can go um, to our houses because that's where we live. No, let's not do that. What? Uh, super Garrett's ga- address is stop no uh, supergamervoice.com you can find out where else to view and uh, listen to our podcast uh, Twitter and Instagram at supergamervoice facebook.com slash supergamerboys I'm on Twitter at gmorelang I'm on Twitter at JJ Purdom. thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo check around on Instagram at groundfloorgraphics facebook.com slash groundfloorgraphics thank you Garrett you did such a great job this week. And apparently, Trudy and Shep left you. You got to play a bunch of video games. If you need a couch to crash on, bro, I mean, you, I have like a two-seat love seat. You're more than welcome. Oh, well, thanks. I, I, uh, we've got the dog blanket, and I will, I'll even throw it through the washing machine. Unfortunately, the heat is broken, so it doesn't have hot water right now. Okay. So, I mean, it might still smell like dog once it's all washed and stuff <laughs> like that. I'm just saying. Isn't that the worst when like a dog gets all over something, no matter how much you wash it, is this, yeah, it could be like one contact. Oh, yeah. I, I had, I think, I, it, yeah, back in the day, I had like a hoodie or something. I like touched a dog once and it just must have been an especially stinky dog and that smell never left it. <laughs> no matter how much you wash that sucker, I'm like, what the heck? Gotta throw this dang hoodie away. And on that note, you've been listening to the Super Gamer Boys. I'm JJ and he's Garrett. And we'll catch you on the flippity flop.